it's a long way to the top. But if you take it step by step, you'll make it. Let's climb that VO ladder with our hosts, Troy Holden and Will Vincent. All right, and welcome back to the Voice Over hey. Ladder. This is t- who is that guy? That's that. Uh, that's that. Oh. Will Vincent, way out Him there in, uh, in the in the cold, cold of Minnesota. Wants to hear that guy. <laughs> and here's old Tater Town here. But hey, this week we're down in single digits. The end of this week, I freaking dread it. I hate it. And I know we always open with weather, but you know what? It's important. Because, <laughs> you want to uh, talk weather? Somebody needs to. So I think to we know. got up. Somebody needs to. We got to up know. to two today. <laughs> Holy shit! It's like negative twenty-four outside right oh. now. Oh, it's not fun. I don't envy that. I just don't. I don't desire it. I'm so ready for spring. I'm so ready for people to cram these masks up somewhere that I don't have to see them. I'm ready for some change. But we're going to talk today about equipment mm. and starting up in in voiceover the the minimal cheapest way to get started to really figure out is this what you want to do and that's why we want to give you that then we want to say maybe you kind of started and you know you really want to do this here's some things that will help you out and then we'll kind of dive in a little deeper to to the high end stuff yeah. a couple different couple different so budget be, levels cuz that's always yeah, cool yeah should be interesting so where do we start? Yeah, bro- I'm broker. Where do we start? I'm brand new. I've got you know maybe a hundred bucks. Where do I start? Oh, I can tell you what I did right, wrong, or indifferent. Um, I bought the uh, I bought a USB mm-hmm. mic, um, and I still have it. And you've probably uh, some people have heard it. I've done some sound comparisons with it. It is. Um, it was the Fifine 670 off of Amazon, and I believe it's about sixty bucks. 60 yep. buckets yeah 60 bucks um and i bought a spring arm uh for about 20 bucks it was the newer i think any w-e-r e-e-r however it's spelled uh, they're on amazon mm-hmm. and that was it what about headphones um, you just use like I, I apple earbuds or something um, whatever you had laying around i did for about a week i did for about a week and i found out they leaked mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they do leak. So I bought a, uh, went back to Amazon, of course, and I got a pair of JVCs that were about 20 bucks. But I know you uh, you had something maybe a little different. Maybe there was a Tascam yeah, that you had, had run into or heard I about. I had used a Tascam, which they've been around forever in the studio business, recording gear. Now, keep in mind, these are cheap headphones. They're not top of the line, but you can get a pair of Tascam, what are they, TH02 for about thirty bucks, brand new, mm-hmm. and yeah. they'll and that will get will, you by. They'll do a decent need. job for you. Now they're they're not over the ear; they're on the ear, uh, but they're closed back. They'll keep the sound in pretty well. So, and yeah, a, a lot U- better than USB those, mic, uh, iPod, USB things. mic, and a you know quality USB cable to go with that mic. You don't have to worry mm-hmm. about a... Yeah, don't cheap out on don't the Don't have cable. to worry about an interface. I mean, it doesn't get easier than that. And you're not compromising sound quality, really, because even even though it's only 60 bucks, that Fifine is remarkably high quality for the price. So, I agree. That, that would be the place I to start. I probably did... Uh, I probably did, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars of work. Well, there that you thing. go. 
right out of the chute. I mean, so it more than paid for itself. It helped me save up to get something else. Um, very important, though, that if you can spend, you know, like Will said on the USB cable, get a good USB cable. Don't get the $2 one, you know, get, get a good one. You got to have a laptop or a computer. Um, to hook it up to course to get started yep gotta have something to plug into to record and then yourself you'll need software to record you gotta pick a pick a free doll yep pick a free doll um there's there's a couple of good ones out there um you can get reaper for free for a while uh but as as we've said on here before i think we talked about a few weeks ago once you get to where you can pay for it pay yep. for it uh but yeah officially it's, i think it's better to officially start it's something like a month might be two month trial um and then you are supposed to pay for it. They don't force you to pay for it because you can keep using it for free indefinitely. You just have to wait a, in a uh, longer amount of time when you start it while the nag screen counts down and, and then goes away. Um, but it's great software and it's not expensive. You should buy it anyway. If you're making money with it, there's no reason not to. <clears throat> Audacity is free. I think it's free. smarter to start there. It, it is free. Audacity, you will find, in my opinion, and a lot of people just keep using it, but I find there's issues with plugins and get, getting things into it that you want to. I, I had had it with Waves NS1, and it helped, but nothing like uh, what you can do um, with the other. I mean, you're better off, because that way at least you learn one. Because once you learn a DAW, it's hard to break away from it, I think. Um, because you feel comfortable, you're you're doing good with it, you're making some money, and then it's hard to break right. away. So if you'll start with Reaper, you'll probably finish yeah. with Reaper. Or or audition, but you're going to pay monthly for audition. So or yeah, a bit or about a, twenty about twenty two bucks. Annual fee, I guess yeah. you can register it by the year. But yeah, I think you can. Yep. <clears throat> but that's going to so, cost you a lot more. <sighs> you know, three months of three months of uh, audition is is a reaper license that'll last you for several years so with the reaper license you're good for uh two full major revisions and they release minor revisions often so i i registered reaper uh three or four years ago maybe maybe even longer than that and i'm good until they release the next major version which maybe at the earliest will be next year Mm-hmm. I, I wish I'd have had this advice when I started with the doll. Uh, all I heard was audacity and audition. Um, I did not find Booth Junkie till later, and if I had, I probably would have started with uh, with Reaper. Well, so there's. It's. I think it's. You know, good I advice. think in a lot of ways, audition is a little bit more user friendly. It's a little bit easier to get up to speed on because just the way it looks. You know, Adobe obviously has a lot of resources to pour into user experience, and it shows. Um, Reaper's fantastic, but out of the box it comes set up for recording music, and the assumption is that you're recording music and producing music, so, you know, everything is set up so that it'll snap to beats, and it's set up to a certain beat per minute, and, you know, you can turn all of that off. You can configure it pretty much exactly how you want, um, you can change how it looks. You can change pretty much everything about it, but it doesn't come that way. Um, but as you mentioned, Booth Junkie on YouTube has a fantastic series of, I think it's three or four videos, walking you through from you just opened it for the first time to you've got it set up perfectly for voiceover, 
with presets that it automatically loads when you open a new project and it stores it you know it'll write a new directory and do backups and stuff for you for every single project and it's a it's it's a complete thing so yeah i need to do some advanced audition stuff um I, i'm you know I'm, I'm i'm comfortable i'm good with what i'm doing but there's it'll do more than what i'm doing and you can tell it's very geared for voiceover because even a lot of your presets in there, you know, are, are named that way, you know, for radio announcer and this, this, this. So, yeah, it's very geared. And and there's no wrong if you, you know, say, well, I don't mind spending 20 bucks a month or 25 If that's what you want, go ahead. But we're trying to give you the cheap way in and uh, make it as least painful as possible, and especially if you're just wanting to try this out. You know, I'm not really sure I want to do this. I'd like to try it, you know. So why go buy a $1,000 worth of stuff when you can literally get in, if you got a decent PC at home, you can get in for, you know, 100 now here's Now, here's one caveat. Much. You cannot skimp on your location. You have to have a quiet, at least partially treated space to record in or you could have the most expensive, well, it'd be even worse if you had the most expensive gear. You could have the most expensive gear and be producing crap that nobody wants to pay for. Um, but that can still be done on a budget. Got a closet full of clothes? Walk in there and cover yourself up with a blanket. You're done. It it can be as easy as that. There are people who work professionally every single day who record in a walk-in closet. Still. still yeah, and they have no yes, reason to change still. because it works perfect. Making six figures in a walk-in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very true. So if you want to go second level, um, I don't want a USB mic. I got I got four or $500 I want to invest in this. This is the cheapest startup business I've ever mm-hmm. done, and I want a little better stuff. So where, where would you point them on an interface? Yeah, well, now we're going to be talking about interfaces and XLR mics, which, you know, that's obviously where you graduate to. But the good news is once you've graduated there at any level, you're there. So you buy the good cables and you use the good cables with every mic, right? We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Interface-wise, we're probably looking at something like the Focusrite Solo, which is, I think, about $120. Um, what, I, have the, I have a Behringer, what is it, UMC 404 HD that has four inputs on it. So that Solo has one. Mine has mm-hmm. four inputs, which obviously you don't need, but it's got also got very, very good preamps, and I think the price on it was like 170 So it's a little mm-hmm. bit more, but you get a whole... And they've also got a two-channel version that's that's less, so you kind of split the difference there. Right. Um, <clears throat> so one of those, probably somewhere in the 100 to 150 $170 range for mm-hmm. your interface. That'll, that'll get you going for a while. Um, <clears throat> yep. We talked about good cables. Get you some Mogami cables. They are mm-hmm, world's best sure. cable. They are. There's a reason they have that label. They will last you forever. Invest in them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were talking earlier. It's like when you go to buy tools. If if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna work on something around the house, and you might have to do it again sometime down the road, you want to put a little money into the tools because otherwise next time you need mm-hmm. to use them they might not work kind of the same idea yep. but but That's in this right. case it's it's not even so much you know how long are they going to last because you plug in a cable if it doesn't move it'll it'll keep working but the cheaper cables are going to pick up interference from radio stations from 
power from whatever, right? RF interference, you'll get buzzes and hums and just crackles and nastiness. You don't want any of that. You want the best quality sound you can get. And a big part of that is cables. So don't skimp on the cables, USB or XLR or HDMI or whatever cables you buy for whatever purpose. Get get the good mm-hmm. stuff. It's worth it. Uh, yep, one and done. And then microphones. Well, there's there's uh, there's really three different kinds of microphone that you could use. Really only two for voiceover, although you could get into dynamic mics, broadcast mics. They're really not perfectly suited to voiceover, but if you've got a less than ideal environment, it might be something to consider because they're a lot more restrictive mm-hmm. about what they pick up. And for that, you could go as, as easy as, um, what are they? The Shure uh, SM58, 50, is that it? 5758. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You'll know it when you see it. It's the microphone that everybody uses on stage. You go to karaoke bar. It's what they've got hanging up there by the machine. It's what everybody uses for right. live performance because it has a small pickup area directly in front of it, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a good choice if you're going to go with a dynamic mic and you want something cheap. Those are about 100 bucks. Um, and there are lots of clones, other other companies. Eh, you get the real thing, I would say. Yeah. If I, I think if I was going to spend the 100 bucks, I would also look at the – if I wanted this type mic, I'd look at the MXL – uh, 770 or 990 C- could possibly be one of the hidden best buys out there. Uh, you can see reviews on them. They, they stand up next to a lot of big name mics. They're heavy, they're well made, and they last. Um, I had one back when I recorded music 12, 14 years ago, and it had been moved out here to my farm eight years ago and was in a plastic box in my shop, and I dug it out when I started voiceover, and I'll be darned. It sounded fantastic. That was the next kind of mic I was going to mention is the uh, condenser mic, the large diaphragm, and that would be probably an MXL. Uh, either the 770 or the 990, they're both good choices. They're about 80 bucks, probably, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, solid mic, and if you really want to, you can uh, you can get kits to upgrade the internals of them. You could spend another couple hundred bucks on that mic body, and effectively turned it into a Neumann in terms of the internals wow. and the condenser. That's yeah. pretty neat. It's about 300 bucks, I think, for the parts. Um, and you could literally stick with the same uh, same headphones. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, we were talking about earlier, $30 headphones. You don't have to increase right. there. But but you could. Uh, going backwards, you could. You could step up a little. I, I know that at, uh, there's... At some point, uh, you're probably... You mentioned a yeah, Sony. At some point, you're probably going to want to... Um, once you mm-hmm. start, once you start, especially if you especially if you move to a condenser mic, well, I guess the Fifine is a condenser mic, but um, <clears throat> once you've got more nuanced sound going on, and you want to be able to make sure that you're EQing it properly and you're not missing things because your mic your headphones are limited or, or whatever, then you're going to want to start thinking about right. better headphones. Um, the Sony, the uh, what the MDR seventy five oh six broadcast standard they are fantastic they're really comfortable they sound good you'll really like the sound of your voice with them which can be a good thing for Mm -hmm. a voiceover person because you're going to listen to yourself a lot (laughs) Um, they're not necessarily true though so what i mean by that is they might make you sound really good and you might not 
actually sound quite that good in the recording because they've got an interesting mm-hmm. response pattern that, you know, it's got a little higher bass and so just be aware of that. Um, biodynamics, biodynamics are good. Um, <clears throat> I am not happy with mine at the moment <laughs> be- because <laughs> I cannot drive them enough to be, to be loud enough. They sound good. They're just not loud enough. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, maybe that's because I was a DJ for many years and working in loud nightclubs and I can't hear very good anymore. Could be. Yeah, tone um, deaf. Well, I'm not tone deaf. I'm just deaf deaf. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you'd catch that one. Uh, surely not. Oh, And then the other uh, kind of microphone but, but is, back to what the we said, kind of microphone uh, is a shotgun. And oh, yeah, the, the shotgun. So I, I have got one a of couple those. of options for that in this sort of price range of, you know, maybe a couple hundred bucks. Um, <clears throat> the Cinco. Right, Cinco D2, and then the Deity, uh, what is it, S-Mic 2. Both really solid options. They're fairly comparable in a way to the Sennheiser 416, which of course is the industry standard shotgun mic for voiceover, but it is also a $1,000 microphone. Yeah, very expensive. Especially right now in phase two, you don't right. need that. Yeah, well, and <laughs> if you want to experiment, this could be your phase one if you've got the money to, to pay for it. Right, go ahead and start right. here. But you know, the the yeah. more expensive, the top of the line stuff, the the Neumann one hundred threes and one hundred twos, and the Sennheiser, uh, you know, four sixteens, stuff like that, where they're thousand dollar microphones, you're not at this level. If you're ready for those, then you know that you're ready for those. That's not, that's, we're not really talking to you right now. Sorry. (laughs) You better spend the money on your, spend the money on your room treatment. Absolutely. If you've got that extra money, buy more room treatment because you're going to cut down your editing time, your, your frustrations and all of getting noise out. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The room is, is if you've got the, if money's not an issue and you've got the money to go buy the Sennheiser 416 or the Neumann 102 or 103, Okay, I'm not going to tell you no. They are fantastic microphones. However, like Troy said, treat your room first. Because if you put a great microphone in a crappy room, it's going to sound like crap. And the other thing is, once you've got your treated room, get some coaching. Absolutely get some coaching. Oh my gosh, because yes. why are you spending thousands of dollars on gear if you don't know how to read? Right. Right, right, right. Exactly. And and I'm telling you, and I'll tell anybody that I ask about this, you're going to be coached mm-hmm. forever in this business. You have to be. Um, uh, everybody has heard on a previous broadcast uh, where we interviewed Mike Hathcote, and Mike very blatantly told you he has four coaches to this day, and he rotates them based on where he feels like he's drowning. So uh, it, it's you know it's going to be a part of your business. So so we get through this this first part. Let's talk just a little bit before we stop about some of the high end stuff that we want to get one day, or we may be working on getting, as far as Mike and and uh, and your interface. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's what do you, what do you there's like? There's some stuff beyond what I'm willing to pay for that is like the top of the top. Not for me. I I don't feel that I need that. I probably will never need that. Um, I just got a solid state logic SSL two that is fantastic. Um, Audient makes some fabulous products. The ID four, ID 14, the, uh, the Evo four and eight fantastic interfaces. Um, and then the other 
you know, sort of cream of the crop that everybody aspires to is the uh, the Apollo, the twin and the solo, and there might be a couple others. Now, I have recently read several people say that in terms of quality, the SSL2 and the Apollo are exactly on par, and the Apollo costs twice as much. The Apollo, I don't know if it's the twin or the solo, one of them is $500. And the SSL2 is, you know, 230 And <clears throat> what I've read is that what you're really paying for with the Apollo is the plugins. Because it's got processing built in, it can, it has its own really good plugins, it can, you know, it can do all the processing and stuff. Now the problem with that, in, as far as I'm concerned, is that, uh, you know, if you're doing processing on input... You no longer have raw audio, ever. Your raw audio is processed. And now, it may be very well processed, but that's something to consider. Now, that might be good if, you know, that might be good if you're traveling and, and you want to keep, uh, you know, keep things small. You take a laptop and your one, your one interface and your one microphone, and <clears throat> you don't even have to load up the laptop with the plugins that you would normally use you know, in post because you've got everything ready to go on input. That might be a good thing. You'll also, here's another benefit, you will sound the way that it's going to sound when you deliver it on a directed session or on a, you know, Zoom call or whatever. So there's benefit to it, certainly. Um, is it for everybody? No, definitely not. Very interesting. Yeah, uh, the all of the the stuff, it, some of it's overwhelming. There's so much out there and so much to choose from, and there's so many opinions. It's it's hard to be well, sure. You know what they say about opinions. I always, oh, <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, but I like to hear firsthand from somebody I know. That helps me a lot. If they if somebody else has bought it and used it and they're happy with it, that helps me think. Well, it's probably pretty good. Yeah, reviews are great. I, I you know the booth junkie stuff is great, but it really helps when somebody says, hey, I've had that for three months, and I really, really like it. That helps. Now, so, fully transparent, uh, I've had this for three hours. <laughs> so right, I just got it today, right. but I really like the sound of it. I think it's fantastic. And I, and it has stellar yeah, reviews. And, and really I really does. don't think I'm going to need to upgrade at this point. I think I'm right, set. Right, that's good. And you've got, you've got uh, what, the audience? Uh, I got the ID4. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy with it. It's clean. It sounds great. I like the controls being up on top of it versus the... I had the PreSonus Studio 24C. No complaints about the sound. Um, but it was a... It was like a monkey jungle in here to have everything plugged up. I didn't like it. And it had all these little knobs, and they were on the front, and they were close together. And, I, you know, it was hard to turn them. And this one, I've got a mute button for the uh, for the monitors that I like. As long as I have my monitor mix set correctly, I don't ever have to touch anything, which is what I like. The other one, I was always having to turn something off because I'd have feedback when I switched over. If you do have to change so, it, it's on top, not little knobs on the front. Yes. I can. Yeah, this I can see. And another cool thing, it's got this ID button you can hit, and it literally takes over for your mouse, your main monitor mm -hmm. dial takes over for your mouse on the screen. That's kind of neat. I haven't used it much, that'd be, but it's, you know, it's That'd be there. fabulous for uh, some of those awful YouTube scripts. If 
you got to scroll through that's the page. what i'm thinking and i haven't tried that yet uh now that i have my second monitor up high i want to try that i want to hit that id button and try it and see if i can just scroll mm-hmm. my my uh, word docs and as long as i set my mouse up there where it's supposed to be i can so so i think i'm going to try that um Hey, before we go, let's talk real quick about some some mics as we move up the chain. And, and you've mentioned some of the we call the ultimates, the the four sixteens and, and the Neumanns. There are some three to six hundred dollar mics that can they can hang with anybody. Uh, you are talking through one right now. I, well, I so you're talking through a Neumann right now. I am, but I was the fortunate victim of a guy needing Christmas money. <laughs> Well, <laughs> so I his loss deal. is your gain. You know, so I, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way I'd have given. Uh, and I think the last ad I saw, these are up to thirteen, yeah, twelve or thirteen hundred. Yep. I think. Yeah. yeah. So I, there's no way I'd ever done so, that. But for five hundred bucks, I, I so could paid less than that. half price for a thousand dollar mic. Mm-hmm. I am talking on a mic that sounds very similar to yours, very and mine similar. was brand new, not discounted, two hundred seventy dollars. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is the And you know that week I was wrestling with buying yep. that mic. I was ready to order it and then that popped up on my Facebook. Right. This is that the guy This had is the Lewitt LCT 440 Pure. If you've seen my demo, you know that I love this mic. I included a spot yes. for it in my demo. Yeah. But it's, properly it's named. so beautiful and it sounds good, but it's it's nice to look at. It's just wonderful mm-hmm. engineering. I love it. Um, and it's a great price. And we it's have about another guy on the... Something like, there, there's several people... That is, that is fantastic. There's, there's several people fantastic. Uh, in our circles on Facebook that are using this mic, and they absolutely love it. Um, in fact, one of the reviews that I saw on the SSL2 on Amazon right before I bought it, the guy specifically mentioned this mic, and <clears throat> he, had, he had bought this to have something to travel with, the, the SSL, and he loved it so much that he replaced his Apollo with it. And then he went on and said, specifically, pair it with a Lewitt mic, the 240 or the 440 or the 550, I think. Five, 540. They're all 40. Um, and and he said, it's fantastic. My he, he also has a Neumann, and he said it has not left its box in months. Ah, so there you uh-huh. go. That's what I'm afraid of if I buy one of those. Uh, there's a guy in our on a ladder uh, on our ladder, Tim Stevenson. Mm-hmm. He just bought a Stellar X2, and he had one of those King Bees, Worker or whatever B. you call it, and it sound it, it sounded good. But man, that that Stellar, he was on it the other day and sent me a sample. I really liked it. It's got a really good sound. Um, so that's I, I'm seeing that name more. I saw uh, maybe a couple people involved. Yeah, a couple them people just bought the X2. And I believe Tim was saying something about uh, you can send them a sample recorded with the mic and tell them which mic it was. And they can EQ it and send you back what you would sound like on the other mics in the line. Because there's the X2 and there's an X3 and there's some others, oh, okay. right? okay. That's, that's, that's Because it's their cool. mic, they know the engineering, they can send you back. Here's what you would sound like on this one or on that one. Yeah. So if you're not quite huh. happy with the sound... Or you're just That's curious. a ballsy warranty, isn't right? It? <laughs> yeah, that is ballsy. Oh, I'd never do that. Well, yeah. Well, of course, we do that every good, day. Though. Here's I mean, your audition, and that's what it'll sound like. You know, like. that's uh, you stand behind your product because you believe in it, because you build something that's yeah, worthwhile. That is good. So that is good. So, what do you think about the Cad E100? 
I haven't I've tried it, no booth but I hear lots of great things. That's another good one. It's about mm-hmm. uh, about three hundred yep. bucks, I think. Yep, yep. I see those a lot as well. Well, I think we've we've went from low end to top end. We've we've given a lot of information, and, and uh, you know, if you're just getting started or you're you're a few months in, you want to do some upgrading. You know, hey, feel free to to drop us a question. If we have one of these and we're using it, we'll tell you you know what we think about it and. You know, if if we don't, we may tell you why we believe in it or why it might be on our want list. Uh, you never know. But I'm going to keep beating so, this drum. Uh, if you've got money burning a hole in your pocket, treat your room first. Get some coaching first. Treat your room. Yes. Then go buy the gear. I know everybody wants to buy gear. It's fun to buy gear. New gear is great. Mm-hmm. But treat your room. Get your coaching. Treat because, your room. you know, a good brush didn't make Picasso better. That's right. He could have painted with his toes. Well, probably not. He may have. His stuff looks kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Picasso isn't the best idea, the best the best analogy. Oh, I, I kind of liked it, and I like the tool analogy. I think the tool anal- analogy is great, and we're t- especially with a mic cable. Um, I used to do, uh, I sang gospel music for a long time, and, and we didn't worry a whole lot about buying the best cables. We just bought a lot of cables. <laughs> You always had a, a, a duffel bag full of cables because if one went out, you went and got another one. And sometimes you might go a couple of months and not even plug them in. And and uh, you know, and it's probably the way that stuff gets handled. It's terrible. But that's uh, probably the way. Yeah, you, th- these are your. These are probably your, the way they get wrapped yeah, because a lot tools. of people take a cable and wrap it around their elbow and their wrist. And yes. Only. Don't yeah. ever do that. If we ever meet in no, person and I see you do that, I'm gonna smack you in the face. <laughs> I'll be sure. I, I always call wrap in a circle. I've always done that. But, the best uh, way is the over under. People do that. It's difficult to get your head around. But like you go yeah. over, and then the opposite yeah. one goes the opposite direction. And then the cool thing about that is you can grab one end and throw it, and it'll perfectly line up straight. It'll never be coiled. It won't get any twists in yeah. it. Yeah. They have. They actually in Japan they have competitions, cable rolling competitions. Where they'll have, you know, several hundred feet of cable, and whoever gets them rolled up properly fastest wins. It's crazy. It's on YouTube. Go look it up. It's it's crazy. uh, I was over there years ago and watched a guy pushing pushing, uh, eggs with a forklift on the floor with a forklift. Never broke them. It's crazy. They can do all kinds of stuff. Hey, we're going to get out of here. We've kept you guys a long time, but sometimes it's worth it when we're talking about gear because we like gear. A lot of info in this one, too. uh, Yep, we like gear. So everybody have a good week, and we'll be back again next week with more exciting, wonderful information from from the uh, cold chill of Minnesota and from Tennessee Tater Town. We'll see you guys next time. Ciao. The Voice Over Ladder is available on Spotify, Apple, and Google. Be sure and subscribe so you don't miss an episode because we may drop one at any moment. Do we know what we're doing? (laughs) Not really, but we are learning and making progress one rung at a time as we all climb the VO ladder. Thanks for listening to the voiceover ladder. This podcast is not instructional, but it's a conversational pile of opinions on what has or hasn't worked for some people. It's just advice and nothing's guaranteed. And like life, You try some things out and you see what happens. We do appreciate you listening, though, and look forward to your comments on our podcast and ideas you might have for future shows. And until then, keep on grinding.